Hi everybody, welcome to the Scared Shitless Podcast, episode 7. It is so nice to have you here. This is a true horror podcast um, by someone who is scared of true horror. That's me, my name's James. It's so nice to have you here. Um, Okay, so... This is going to be a strange intro. I thought I would try something different. So there's nobody actually here right now. Um, I have two guests coming tonight um, about nine o'clock, um, Ash and Ruby. Um, and so what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to play a little trick on them. So um, this will be the intro that they're not going to hear. They have no, they're going to have no idea. Um, but essentially what I'm going to do, I, I, spoke, well, I spoke to Ash and said, like, what are you scared of? Like, what scares you the most? And she said, um, ghosts, demons, that kind of stuff. So I thought, you know what? This is the perfect opportunity to actually, like, get some fucking scary shit going here and try and, like, get a really scary real reaction out of someone. So, okay. Um, I don't know if you if you guys have ever heard of something called Peter Answers, but essentially what it is is a, um, a website that... Um, it guys, it pretends to be, um, this demon that lives inside your computer and you ask it, you ask it questions by typing in, um, a question, um, about what the person doesn't know that you're with is that you're actually secretly typing the answer. Um, it's hard to explain, <laughs> uh, like via just voice, but pretty much it's a, it's a trick. So I'm going to be typing, um, their their question um but i actually already have already prefaced the answer and wrote it already um so for example i'll say ash um like what do you want to ask peter and then i'll she might say um peter where are you and then i'll press full stop on the keyboard and then i'll write outside so o-u-t-s-i-d-e on the keyboard um but what ash and ruby will see is actually uh me typing, Peter, can you please answer this question? So it's kind of like a bit of a magic trick. Um, and then when you press enter, it'll say outside. Um, so look, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be, I think it'll be really funny. So let's see how it goes. Um, I'm just going to do a normal intro with Ash and Ruby. We'll probably talk about like any spooky stories that they have, um, from their real life. And then we'll get into, um, the, the little prank and then I'll reveal the prank and say, Hey guys, I was just joking. Sorry. Hopefully I didn't get too upset. And then we'll, um, get onto the real story. So, um, I'll see you so soon when I'm speaking with Ash and Ruby. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Scared Shitless Podcast episode. Oh my God. Episode seven. Um, today I'm joined by two wonderful human beings, Ash and Ruby. Hello. Hi. It's so nice to have you here because, okay, the thing about podcasts, it's a very well-known like fact that, um, podcasts don't go past episode seven. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't last. Yeah. Mm. So you're, you're making history right now with me. Oh my God. Um, you're so welcome. Um, okay, <laughs> Ruby, I'm going to start with you. Um, how are you? I'm so good. Ash, how are you? I'm really excited to be here. That's so good. Because you so actually good. listen to it. Yeah, I? no, I was listening last night. I was up at like 3 a.m. I'm such a stupid bitch. I do it every time. <laughs> and then I go to sleep and I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Do you like get spooked? I get so scared and like Ruby's asleep. So I'm like, <laughs> just in bed. Like, oh. I love that. Well, mm-hmm. I, that's the point, right? We want yeah. like I'm trying to spook people, but like in a, in a fun, in a fun, safe way. Yeah. Um, okay. So obviously, like we're gonna do the general um, question. I want to know about your experiences or like your relationship with scary stuff. So, do either of you have any cool stories that you want to share? Mm-hmm. Um. So yes, we have one like kind of interlocked together. <gasps> Um, and it's kind of a little bit spooky, Ash. Do you want to mm-hmm. start it? Yeah. So, um, 
Like Ruby and I, we just got in um, back to my house, and like I took my dog out the front yard because she was excited. She's a little, she's a little cutie. And I look back into our front door, and I see Ruby like standing in the kitchen, and she's just like really like like rigid and straight. And I'm like, okay. And then I walk in. Never Ruby been straight in my straight? life. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Wait, what time is this? Um, it was just like three o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, so it was daytime. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And I walk in, and I'm like, are you okay? And she just seemed really off and she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And I didn't, I didn't press her, but she didn't, she seemed just like strange. And then, um, like 10 minutes later, we were just doing something and she was just like asking me questions about my house. And she was like, oh, like, have you, are you the only people that have lived here? And I'm like, oh yeah, my stepdad built it in like the early 2000s with like his wife at the time. And she was like, okay, yeah. Um, just asking bits and pieces. And then I just didn't really think much mm. of it and then um she kind of just was just like stopped and she was like has anyone died here and I was like my stomach dropped and I was like I'm I'm not too I'm not too sure <laughs> I don't I don't really know were you like thinking that she was alluding to a ghost yeah but away? like I like, that okay. scares the shit out of me so Same. um like if it was ever to happen to me, I would freak out. So I was very much just like, I don't really press it with her anymore. And then um, probably like two weeks later, something happened with Ruby when I wasn't at home. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, so um, Ash went to work. I slept over Ash's house the night before and I'm a lazy bitch. So I was like, you go to work, I Love stay that. here. Yeah. Because um, I don't drive. So I was like, I'm not driving home. You can drop me home later mm-hmm. <laughs> so I literally slept the whole day so Ash's family were like out they were down the coast or wherever mm-hmm. um and so Ash was like I'll let you know they're gonna be home at like one o'clock don't freak out there's yeah. people here okay? okay just don't stress um and you obviously know them right mm-hmm. of course they're wonderful yeah. people yeah, okay. love them like feel comfy with them on my own so yeah. it's like I wasn't stressed um so I like slept and woke up and slept and then I just was awoken by just like people noises you know when people are like in the room or downstairs and you just like hear them being people Mm. moving around clamoring Mm. shit like that so I was like you know okay Ash's parents are home so I texted Ash and was like do your parents know I'm here I don't want to scare them Mm. like it's going to be creepy as and she was like oh I'll let them know now because she was on a break at work so she texted her mom and um then a few hours passed I went back to sleep was just woken by people but like I wasn't mad because I shouldn't have been sleeping at that time (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then Ash came home and she looked like very confused yeah I looked very confused because like my parents are particular people like when I got home like the blinds are usually open like Mm. everything's open if they've been home like I know they're there and it was exactly how I had left it Mm -hmm. and I was so, so confused because during the day I was getting these texts like your parents are home, just let them know. I don't want to freak them out. I was like, okay. And I texted my mom. I was like, Ruby's there. And she's like, okay. And then I, I checked the garage door. My parents' car is in there. And I'm like, that's really weird. And I go upstairs and I'm like, like Ruby, like have my parents been home? She's like, yeah. Like, and I'm like, are you sure? No one, no one's here. And she was like, yeah, they were making lunch. I heard, I heard like cutlery clinking mm. and I heard them unpacking in their bedroom. I heard people walking around mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to get to down to the bottom of this. So I called my mom and I was like, have you been home? And she's like, darling, no, like we're, we're just leaving. Oh my God. We're just leaving the accommodation now. We're like two hours away. And I was like, that's fucked. And I, I went into the room and I was like, they haven't been home. And Ruby, like 
didn't she was just like fuck and i was the one that freaked out the most like even though i didn't experience it because i didn't deal well with that shit yeah and then yeah just tied in with the thing that happened two weeks later because so two two weeks like earlier mm-hmm. i had seen so why i was like asking and questioning ash was because i saw like a figure move past me in the kitchen while she was outside and i thought she was inside yeah she mm. she turned around she then explained, like, when all this happened, she said, I, I turned around to talk to you, and I was just surprised that you went there, and I looked out the front, and you were still where mm. you were. And it... Because she felt a presence, and she you saw felt something. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, she it was like something drifted, and it was like I was walking past her, and mm. then when she turned around and saw me out the front, she was like, this is strange. That is strange. So weird. But Did was, you, um... When you... When you, um, heard the, like, noises, I'm just, like... I'm being a skeptic because that's who I am. Yeah, no, 100%. Did, were you awake? Yes. You were, you were very lucid. I, yeah, because I was texting Ash, your parents are home. And you didn't go back to sleep or anything? I went back to sleep, like, so I'd stay up and, like, watch, like, TikTok. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, so I'd be up and stuff. And then I would, like, run to the bathroom and, like, pee and, like, run back because mm. I, like, didn't want them to, like, see me if they didn't know I was there. Yeah. So I was very lucid but just lazy. So, like, yeah, I, I would go back to sleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fucking creepy. Yeah, and so we found out, like, um, Ash did already know, but we kept it till this part of the story so we could mm. freak everyone out. Um, Ash's stepdad's um, wife passed away of cancer probably in the house. Yeah, she was sick for a very long time and she passed away. And it felt like that type of presence yeah. too. Mm. And I don't mean to be like, mm. yeah, like, or vibey, but, like, it felt like nothing scary. Like, I not, wasn't not scared. Benevolent. Yeah. And it makes sense because... If that was the one place that she feels connected to, then it would be her bedroom that she shared with her husband at the time or, like, the kitchen, like, mm. central places in the house, which, like... And it it makes me feel a bit more, I guess, comforted with the fact that if it is someone, it's her. Yeah. And she's not there to, like, like malicious. She's there just because it's for the comfort. one... Yeah, for yeah. comfort, yeah. Would you ever make contact? I don't like that. Like, mm. Ouija board and stuff? Into it. I just, because my mum is, like, very spiritual, I'll mm. say. Um, she said, stay away from that. Mm. So I'm not going to touch it because mama knows best, yeah. but um, someone else can. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, um, yeah, well, my, um, my understanding of spirits and ghosts is that it's either, like, an energy that's been, like, almost trapped or... Um, that's remains in a certain place. Like mm-hmm. if she died suddenly, maybe she's just kind of in a limbo or maybe she, like you said, mm-hmm. um, she just finds comfort in that space. So look, we never know. It's a mystery. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's fucking creepy though. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me. It is. Like, yeah. But yeah, I'm still very much as like, I'm open to it. It fascinates me, but yeah. just having experienced that, I've, I've, I'm not open to it. So I've have yeah. never had experiences like that before. And your sister's experienced stuff about that oh, too. Yeah. I, I told my sister this story and I already knew her, but like when I told her, she was like, fuck, that sounds exactly what happened to me. Cause she was probably, this is probably like 10 years ago. She was at that same house for the weekend with one of her good friends at the time. And it was just them. And this was around the time, like, Paranormal Activity yeah. was coming out. And they have the wooden steps in that movie. And you hear, like, the yeah, the yeah, footsteps. Yeah. And we have those wooden stairs oh, in our wow. house. And they were laying in bed, just chatting and talking. And they kind of just, like, went a bit silent. And then they heard, boom, boom, boom. And they just stopped. And they were just like, did you mm-hmm. hear that? And they're like, yeah. And then they 
they just went went to sleep and then they were supposed to stay for two more nights and they went home the next day. Oh, I would. And the friend's never been back since. Do you is the whole, is the house old? Not old. They built they built it. They were they bought that land because it's it was it's an it's like a newish estate. Um, and they they bought the land. They built the house. No one's ever lived in that house apart from yeah. apart from them and now us. Wow. So. Creepy. It's interesting. He. Tea. Do you like? I always find it interesting people talk about their haunted houses because, like, for me, if this house is haunted, I'd fucking move out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think it depends. Like, yeah. for me, like, I'd say, like, oh, yeah, I'd be out of there. But, like, <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> sage it and call it a day, babes. True. Like, <laughs> true. Very true. Okay, well, this brings me to my next um, activity. So, <laughs> have you heard of Peter Answers? No. no. Peter... Answers. Let me give you the um, the background. So it's a website um, built in the late nineties, mm-hmm. um, and it is supposedly a um, a cryptic website that kind of um, it has nothing to do with this area, but it allows you to contact the dead through your computer, um, which is interesting. So we're gonna do that. So, like, I don't fuck so, with that. So I got it up already. Um, so pretty much, so the, the, the legend goes that Peter was a, uh, a man that lived in the uh, early 1900s. Um, and in the 90s, when occult stuff and witchcraft was getting really popular, when the internet was getting kind of created, someone made uh, harvest, like, made him into a website, mm-hmm. um, which is really weird. So Stop. you have to be very polite. You have to um, make sure you say, Peter, can you please answer this question? And then he'll give you the reply. So if you don't ask him politely, he, he won't reply properly. Um, so I think I've only done this once and it didn't, it didn't really work. So <laughs> I'm hoping that something does happen because it's uh, a podcast. So um, what we do is we just say uh, the the quote so um i'll well, i'll say it and then you say it and you say it so mm-hmm. we are not permitted to choose the frame of our destiny but what we put into it is ours we are not permitted to choose the frame of our destiny but what we put into it is ours we are not permitted to choose the frame of our destiny but what we put into it is ours amazing so um i guess we can just say like are you here uh to see if he's available yep this, uh, this question, please. Okay, so I'm going to say, hello, Peter. Peter, are you here? Ooh. I am here and yes. <gasps> Stop it. So I think he, which is great because this didn't work last time. It literally gave me nothing. So <laughs> now we, let's do something a bit more specific. Um, who, oh, who is here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this question who is here in this room ruby ashley <gasps> james stop um did you send so this that's up? good <laughs> well we've made contact which is really good because it's never happened before <laughs> no, this is really cool <laughs> and i've i've read heaps about this website and apparently it only works at certain times um so this is really cool um should we what should we say? Oh my god, I don't know, James. Uh, I'm spooked. Yeah, I'm too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little. I'm not. Like, How did it know I've... me? Well, let's go. Like, we'll be more specific. Like, what are you wearing? Yeah. Um, yeah. What are we wearing? Answer this. <laughs> oh, say like cute. Can't believe it. Um, Peter, what is Ruby wearing? Stop. Green headband. <laughs> is it a webcam thing? 
Do you think? I don't oh, think that's, it's a trick. that's really scary. That's that, even scarier than the real guy. So yeah, it's, yeah it's just okay, like some creepy guy. Okay, we'll do something else guy. that's not... Um, oh, no, I'm ready for another physical one. What about how one. many rings do I have on? Oh, nice. Please answer this question. How many rings is Ash wearing? And you haven't shown this to the computer. No. Four rings. Are you? Fuck rings? off. Fuck <sighs> off. She's wearing four rings. <laughs> Not how could they know? And you wouldn't know that I'm wearing a green headband before I come over. So you didn't no, set I didn't this up. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Up. I'm like, I'm very skeptic <laughs> right now. I didn't set now. this up. <laughs> um, answer the question. I'm just going to say, like, where are you now? Peter, where are you now? I'm outside the window. I don't like oh, that. I don't like that. I do not like that. <laughs> Peter. I, I, are you kidding? I don't like that. What the fuck? Why are you saying It's also spelled wrong. It says <laughs> widow. The, the indo. We're outside the widow. The word indo. Oh my god. I don't like that. <laughs> I'll say where specifically outside. Where specifically outside. I am on the road. No, I don't like it. What? Can I'm you see anyone? I'm not looking. I don't want to open that window. I'm scared. Title this podcast, Ruby having a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my God. I'm having Wait, a what should we say? I'm scared now. I'm genuinely scared. Ah, oh, no. What should we say? Um, I don't know, James. Say maybe... Um, what's on my dress? <laughs> I was just like doing like really like basic like <laughs> maybe like what happened to you? Answer the question. What is on Ruby's dress? It is blue and flowery. Okay, well it's it's not blue and got bugs on it, but I'll accept it. <laughs> still, still, <laughs> still. Like, sorry. Who wears a blue dress and a green headband? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like um, it's disgusting. What, um, maybe something about question. Um, Peter, Peter, tell me something. Oh, that's fucked. I... <laughs> that was fucked. Yeah, that was did fucked. You read that? I did read what that. Was that. Oh, don't worry. No, let's not. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about that. Okay, next one. Okay, <laughs> how, how fucked was it? It was pretty fucked. Um, maybe the type of following question. Um, what's Ruby's? What did you mean by that? Sorry, I'm just gonna yeah. clarify. No, I don't like I don't that. Like that either. I don't like that. What the fuck? It said I'll be in the car waiting for us. Oh my god! What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't fuck with this sort of shit. Should okay, we're staying off? here tonight. Should I turn this off? I mean, I'm. What else can we ask it? I feel like it's kind of kicking our ass right now. Honestly. <laughs> Guys, it's a prank. Okay, oh my god. You're uh, a fucking bitch. Did I get How you? did you do that? Did you write it like when you were writing? You're a bitch. I fucking hate you. Ash, you were not having it. <laughs> you were not having it. I was like, um, we're getting an Uber home. <laughs> Guys, the message that was like too fucked, it yeah. said like, I'm coming home with Ash tonight. Yeah. We'd be like, who are you? I was just trying to wake you up. Okay, guys. Yeah, look, me like. I... Look, someone got me really good with this. Oh. And I mean, they got me to the point where I like left the house. I was so scared. Oh, so I just love doing it to people. Oh, that's that fucked up. And I like prefaced this beforehand. I made a little recording. I'm like, I'm going to prank them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got into it too quick. Yeah, I did. Well, look, it's like, I've got to fill the time somehow. 
Because when you're too long, I fucking hate you. Actually, you're, you're, you just fill with dread. Your no. face went pale. What got me was when you were like, I'm in actually really scared. And oh. like the, in, in the car, and I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. That was oh, that was definitely worth my time. Oh. I knew a demon would spell better too. Honestly, like, probably yeah. worse. Real. Um, okay, I've also got another a really fun treat. Okay. Um, so I've got I've got a collection. Before we get into like the main story, which is a oh, fucked up. Um, I'm gonna give you. Um, there's this huge trend on Reddit a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, and people tried to come up with their best horror story in two sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to tell you a few of them because they're really good. Okay, okay ready? <clears throat> Growing up with cats and dogs, I got used to the sounds of scratching at my door when I slept. Now that I live alone, it's much more unsettling. Mm. Yeah, very that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked. Um, my grandmother told me it was a gift to see the angel of death in front of people's houses to know that he'd be collecting someone there soon. I thought it was a gift too, up until the day I began to see him in front of everyone's house. And I get it. Like like the end of the world. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was just like going around. (laughs) This one was actually made into a short film. Um, This is how how impactful this was. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. I begin tucking him into bed and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. Oh, how good is that? That's brilliant. Yeah, that's it's brilliant. Really well written. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah, what would you do? I would get under the bed with him. But how would you know that that's not that's like him? It I beat the shit out of him. Both of us. In black and blue. Fuck that. Um, okay, this one's pretty good as well. It, nobody like it's weird okay don't be scared of the monsters just look for them look to your left look to your right under your bed behind your dresser in your closet but never look up she hates being seen oh uh, no I hate that one no I don't like that that one's fucking scary the top comment on that one's you fuck right off bro <laughs> <laughs> um okay this one's my last one um uh I can't move, breathe, speak, or hear. It's so dark all the time. If I knew it would be this lonely, I would have been cremated instead. Oh. Um, it's really sad. It is kind of sad. I'm like, oh, like, I'll come save you. <laughs> Gets in, like, the little coffin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, I, I, yeah, I just love how people can create mm-hmm. a, such an impact with two sentences. Yeah. I just find the power of... Um, Sometimes less is more. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why, like... The horror movies that don't show much mm-hmm. always scare me a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like I talked about, I don't know if you guys have seen It Follows. No, but I've heard mm. a lot of good things about it's it. It's really good, mm-hmm. but it's just fucking, it's a perfect example of like not showing yeah. much and just kind of like it's, building the tension around, which is fucking scary. It's like with Bird Box when you never saw mm. what there was and then like later on they actually showed what the monsters would look like and it kind of just ruined it for me. Because yeah, they were going to put it in the film Yeah, um, and the producers were like, no, it's going to ruin the vibe. And I agree. I think mm-hmm. it would have ruined it. I liked how you never saw it. Yeah. Well, I like it because, like, you were still alive watching it because you never saw it. Like, yeah. I, I like that it, like, yeah. took it, like, a little bit deeper than sure. it, like, yeah. you know. Like, I haven't watched that, like, since it came out. I need to rewatch it because I remember really liking it. Me mm-hmm. too. And I remember the scene with, not to spoil, but the scene with Jackie Weaver when, with the blinds. 
and that guy. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that was a really intense scene. Remember, that scene is like really stuck with me. Yeah, me too. I um, shit myself. And then when she's driving, the sister's driving. Oh yeah. And you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be Ruby? What would be the scariest movie you've ever seen? And then Ashley gets you. Next. The scariest movie I've ever seen. Like what's fucked you up? Like the in, the Invincibles two. Is that what it is? The Incredibles. The too? Incredibles two. Yeah. What I, do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was really scared during that. Why? Though. That that um person. The, like what person? you know how it's bon like, that, like hacker man. Bon no. Oh, he yeah. was creepy. Really scary. Oh my god, he was. Totally. And there was like that scene in the apartment block when they're chasing him, and he's like, mm. Oh yeah, okay. I remember being in the cinema, being like, he's gonna be scared of this shit. Yeah, yeah. I was. But I was terrified. Was well. Um, no, probably the scariest for me would be like. Either actually Bird Box, because I was terrified. Like, mm. that movie hit different. Or um, me like JJ right now. Like, what's that movie that he was, like, is his favourite horror movie? I don't remember. Um, it's the movie, like, like Ed and Lorraine. What's that? Oh, The Conjuring. Oh, the Conjuring 2. The Conjuring, oh, the Conjuring no. 2. I know, I know. It just really one. scared me. Midnight, the old yeah. man. Oh, like yeah. He was pretty... The reflection in the television and stuff. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I just found the first one so fucking mm. scary. But mm. that was creepy. I, I went yeah. like, Ash? Mine was The Conjuring 2, but the yeah. one bit that got me was The Nun. Always, yeah, in the hallway. Always freaks me out. And when, yeah, she's following The Nun into that room, and then the door closes and the blinds go, and... With the like the whole portrait that that in the shadow that freaked me out mm. so much. I remember sitting in the cinemas with my friend and I like was pulling my hat over my eyes because I was so fucking scared. Yeah. And. And they made it into a, a terrible yeah. spin-off movie. I've never watched it. Is Sorry. it shit? It's terrible. It's oh so God. bad. It's so shit. I watched it. It was so dark. I was like all ready to be scared, and I was like, I'm bored. It's mm. really shitty. Um, you can actually go. I don't know if you guys know, but you can actually go to um, Ed and Lorraine Warren's house. And you can go into the room where they keep mm-hmm. Annabelle and all of the stuff. And you have to go and get a blessing and, like, do a whole thing before you go in. Yeah. I would love that no. so much. I mean, like, maybe. I'd have to be, like, in the right, like, headspace for it. For me, it's not so much, like, for the creepy stuff. It's more so that, like, this doll single-handedly created an entire franchise. <laughs> I find that so interesting. Yeah, that, like, nerdy. literally, like, you go yeah. in and you're like, holy fuck. All this stuff has created like millions of dollars worth of film. I found mm-hmm. that inter- incredible. I wouldn't be scared of a doll. That, that's dumb. But, mm-hmm. you know, speaking of dolls, um, uh, we're about to get into our main story very soon. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a brief break, which will include some creepy music to get us in the mood. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll see you so soon. Okay, bye. Guys, welcome back to Sketch Shitless, episode seven, with Ashton Ruby. Hello. Yes. Hi. It's so good to have you. Oh my god, stop. Honestly, it's great. Wow. Um, so I've prepared something absolutely fucked. It also <laughs> includes images and a video, so um, you're gonna be leaving here unsettled. 
And I can guarantee that. I bet. Honestly. Okay. So, we're today going to be talking about a man named Anatoly Moskvin. 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 He's Russian, so it's hard to pronounce. Okay. So, <laughs> Moskvin was a Russian man who lived in the fifth largest city in Russia. After graduating from the uh, philological faculty at Moscow State University, he became a very well-known academic amongst his circles. His main area of interests were Celtic history and folklore, as well as languages and linguistics. Um, Moskvin had a deep interest in cemeteries, burial rituals, death and the occult. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> He said that his fascination and interest in the dead began as a child because when he was a child, he went to a funeral and um, Russian funerals, uh, more often than not, they'll always have an open casket and um, Russian funerals are also enormous. So uh, even if you're just like a friend of a friend of a friend, you pretty much go out of respect. It's crazy. And so when he was a kid, he went to an 11 year old girl's funeral and his mother um, forced him to kiss the dead girl on on the forehead, which is a sign of respect. And he said, um, in a quote he said an adult pushed my face down to the waxy forehead of the girl in an embroidered cap and there was nothing I could do but kiss her as an order so he felt like he was forced and kind of started his like fascination with death and stuff like that Shit. have you ever I've never been to an open casket in my life um, neither have I I've been to a fair few funerals yeah but never but open. never open no. I don't know if I would like that I just, yeah, no, that's because it's very like, I feel like you can distance yourself from it at a funeral. Like there's a person in that coffin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. Because like, to me, I'm just like, that's a dead body. Yeah. I didn't see a, I didn't see a sleeping loved one. Mm. Like to me, I just see a dead person. Yeah. So like, I would feel more distressed rather than not seeing, I don't know. Like in my girl. Oh, don't I haven't seen that in so let's long. Not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna start tearing up. Yeah. Is that the yeah. bees? Yeah. 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 And then she's bees. like, he needs his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that in, since I was a child. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, okay. So you also mentioned that he began wandering through cemeteries with friends when he was a schoolboy. I did that. Um, mm-hmm. Fellow academics described Moskvin as both a genius and very eccentric. He had collections of dolls and he also had over 60,000 books and documents in his house. Wow. Yeah. As an adult, Moskvin led a very secluded life. He never married, nor did he ever date, and he preferred to live with his parents, which he did up until... Um, a certain point he did not drink nor did he smoke and he was a virgin um he worked as a lecturer of celtic or celtic studies at a linguistic university where <clears throat> sorry mark muskvin also previously worked sorry he also worked at a um, institute of foreign language because he was a polyglot which means that he spoke uh he spoke over 13 languages so this man he's very fucking smart very very switched on um just a bit strange Mm. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? I think that, uh, not the virgin thing, I find that not strange mm. at all, no. but um, the large collection of dolls and living with the parents, I don't know, this is the red flag there. Is that you? Literally <laughs> me. <laughs> I think it's different when you're like a grown man. Yeah, no, And you yeah, speak 13 sure, languages in Russian. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a little bit eccentric. There's something going on, mm-hmm. which we will get to. Um, Oof. Good. So he wrote several books, papers and translations, and he was very, very well known amongst academic circles. Moskvin also occasionally worked as a journalist and regularly wrote for local newspapers and publications. He described himself as a necro- 
necropolist, which is an expert of local cemeteries. So he knew about every single local cemetery. Ask him any question, he would be able to tell you where someone was buried. Um, and so in 2005, a fellow academic of Moskvin, so one of his um, colleagues at the university, commissioned Moskvin to summarize and list the dead in more than 700 cemeteries in 40 regions of Russia. Moskvin claimed that between 2005 and 2007, he had gone on foot to inspect 752 cemeteries across the region, walking almost 30 kilometers per day. During these travels, he would drink from puddles, spend nights sleeping in a haystack, and even slept in abandoned farms. We love a humble queen. <laughs> <laughs> like, we get it, you like dead people. Yeah. <laughs> you have to fucking relax, you know? He would even go as far as sleeping in a coffin that was being prepared for a funeral in one of the cemeteries the night before. He was stopped a few times by local police who thought he might be vandalizing or trying to steal from graves, but he was never arrested or detained um, because he would just state that he was there on academic purposes, not because he was trying to um, dig anyone up or anything. Mm. So on November 2nd, 2011, which is my birthday, crazy, um, Moskvin was arrested by police in his apartment that he shared with his parents. Police were investigating a large amount of grave desecrations, which means graves being dug up, Mm -hmm. in cemeteries around the local area. Investigators led um, this investigation straight to Moskvin, and they discovered 26 bodies in Moskvin's apartment and his garage. A video released by police shows the bodies seated on shelves, sofas, in small rooms filled with books, papers, and clutter. Although only 26 bodies were found, Moskvin was suspected of desecrating as many as 150 graves. The bodies were semi-mummified, dressed as dolls, and face-painted like... face on paper paper mache-like masks. Oh. I'm going to show you a photo. Oh my god, okay. So, so this is one of them. Get out. Can you describe that? So that is... Wow, that looks... <laughs> that looks like Botox gone wrong. Yeah, no, you... Yeah. It's fucked. That's so... Very wide, That's one white face, big doll eyes and huge lips. That's another one. Oh, I don't like that. So that's a body. Yeah. But just like dressed up like a doll with a really scary face. Then we have this one, which oh, is doesn't no. even have a face. That one's kind of you dressed... You have as, those boots. I have those boots. <laughs> She's dressed in like ski gear, hood up, black boots. Like patent leather black boots, she's killing and it. And her face is like just a black stocking. Oh, yeah. Poor darling. And the last one they have is this one, which oh, is the yeah. zoomed out version. So it's got a little skirt, shoes, socks. So pretty much everything is, is covered. Is that one yeah. a child? That looks like a child. Yeah, well, let's get into it. Oof. So... Um, 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 crazy. It became quickly apparent to police that these were not dolls, but were mummified bodies of children. Oh, no. So all of them are children. Great. Yeah. Over when police tried to move the bodies for evidence in the trial against Moskvin, music began to blare. Moskvin had embedded music boxes into the chest cavities of each body. Um, What? Like a Can someone explain? Builder bear. Oh yeah. But who who thinks of doing doing that? Like I've never That's heard of twisted. that being done before. No. That's... I've definitely seen Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this episode? 
something similar actually yeah, well, it it's called it's called the uncanny valley oh you like watch it the episode yeah it was my favorite episode <gasps> so i'm very into this cool. okay well they also the police when they were searching his apartment also found a dried human heart a uh, piece of a grain uh, and a piece of a gravestone as well, which is super fucking disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, How dead were these people if the heart was still like not eaten? Well, it was. He would. Um, he would. Do you mean that the specific heart? Like or, by worms. Well, he would actually um, dig them up and then preserve them with salt and mm. things, which we'll get into as well. So. Um, the corpses were stuffed with rags, their eye sockets filled with buttons or toy eyes. Um, Moscovin said he would even watch cartoons with the bodies and he dug them up because he felt lonely. Here's my thing, right? You have to be a certain type of fucked up to not even firstly dig up a body, but secondly, like take, uh, like put eyes into a body and like cut it open and like fill it up. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's a whole nother level of like... mm crazy yeah that's like um, psychotic yeah crazy it's like horror horror movie yeah um he said his biggest dream was to have children and that he'd be waiting for science to figure out how he could revive the revive the dead that's why he kept these bodies he said he would sleep on the children's grave um to determine if the spirit wished to be brought back to life as his as his decided to take the body or not Mm. he said that he did this for over 20 years um, but didn't dig up a body unless the children gave him permission to do so. Um, as he grew older, it became physically painful for him to sleep on the grave, so he began bringing the bodies back home where it would be more comfortable for him to sleep near them. Um, he hoped the spirits of the children would be more willing to speak within a safe, welcoming home and were happier not being underground. <sighs> Sicko! Oh, yeah, gross. Oh, grip. Um... After digging up a corpse, Moskvin researched mummification techniques and theories in an attempt to preserve the bodies. He dried the corpses using a combination of salt and baking soda, and then he would leave the bodies in a secure, dry dry place hidden in the cemetery somewhere. Um, once the bodies were dried, he carried them to his home, where he used various methods to make his dolls in an attempt to give the children functional bodies to be used when he eventually discovered a way to bring them back to life. I think he has a false sense of genius because mm. like, I think he believes that he one day he's going to actually bring these yeah. people back to life. But you know, if they, um, are like just stuff with rags mm-hmm. and they just, they're, they're just an empty, empty skin sack at that point. Yeah. No, very much a, like a God complex to think yeah. I'm smart enough to bring these dead bodies back to, that's just crazy. That it is. Really. It's insane. It Insanity. That's um, James trying to find where he's up to, <laughs> by the way. Um, so Moskvin created these horrific dolls over the course of 10 years. Um, and Moskvin, Moskvin's parents, who actually lived with in this apartment, they had no idea this was going on. They actually thought that the son just had a hobby of building large play dolls. And the, um, one, of the, one of the mothers um, of one of the children's bodies that was... Um, was Uh, dug up she said this in court she said i still find it hard to grasp the scale of his sickening work for nine years he was living with my mummified daughter in his bedroom she continued by saying i had her for 10 years and he had her for nine dude oh i hate that yeah no because like in what he doesn't have the right yeah for that like Mm -hmm. as a as her mother like that's just such a 
punch to the face mm-hmm. and so disrespectful on, on so many levels. Yeah. Um, so after a psychiatric evaluation, it was determined that Movskin suffered from a form of paranoid schizophrenia. Whoa. My dog is going crazy. Is that your dog? Yeah. Me like the ghosts. Peter. <laughs> no, she's just running around. Um, in 2012, Movskin was deemed unfit to stand trial, releasing him from criminal liability. He was instead sentenced to medical measures and the decision was not appealed. As of 2019, every request for the extension of Movskin's treatment has been approved and he is currently separated from society in a mental health facility in Russia. I can pretty much guarantee that a health facility in Russia will be horrible anyway. Yeah, but it's also like, I feel like this is probably the best case scenario. in Like, because you know how like sometimes people like go for insanity and they get mm. it and then like not. I in feel like he's like pretty they, close like to Like they it. get leniency. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like he's actually, like I would call him insane. He is. No, he's I think he's like, sick. Sick man. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, in Russia he's getting not. Nah. That wouldn't be good anyway. Oh, God, no. Imagine the food. <laughs> That's hell. <laughs> um, Moskvin was aware that he was committing a crime at the time, but he felt the dead children were calling out to be rescued and believed that rescuing the children was more important than obeying the law. He denied any sexual attraction to the dolls and instead considered them to be his children. He spoke to and interacted with the children and even sang songs to them. And on some occasions, he even held birthday parties for each of the bodies. Yeah. That is the story of Anatoly Moskvin. How do you feel? So, um, in conclusion, (laughs) don't make your kids kiss dead people. Literally. (laughs) I think. I think that's a really good good takeaway. Yeah. Um, So now I'm going to show you the video. (laughs) So this is the video the police took um, when they raided um, Moskvin's apartment. Um, I'll put the video on my Instagram, but we're like, just content warning. It's a bit dark. And the title of the video isn't even in English. So this, I had to track this down. It was on YouTube. Okay. Um, but I'm going to show you now. Oh, there's the, mm. Mm. the little legs. It's twisted. Yo. She's just sitting up on a shelf. How were her? Pa- how were his parents not like? Oh. That's creepy. Yeah. Like, even if... Let, let's say it wasn't bodies. That's fucking creepy anyway. And I'd be having, I, I'd be having a sit down with my son. Like, are you okay? Because, the, like, no one wants to look up and see that shit staring down at them at night. That's like, like, no normal person think that that's not creepy. No. Um, here's my thing as well. Like, they didn't seem... It was kind of like it, the apartment kind of reflects on... I think, like, people's rooms and, like people's spaces reflect on like their mental state or like Mm -hmm. just their personality. So if you look at that video, his apartment is trashed Mm -hmm. and there's shit everywhere. But each doll was like really poised and like kind of like positioned in a very kind of respectful way. Yeah. Which kind of tells me that his mind is, is just cluttered with 
noise and information and the only like solace he found which is dark and fucked up was with these children so it's kind of like a weird empathy thing but also like you're a really scary man Mm -hmm. do you know is that weird to say no i i feel you 100 percent. you know like when you're younger and like you like like move the hair out of your teddy bear's eyes and like make sure like your dolls are all nice sitting nice i feel like it's that but to like on steroids Mm. like to the 10th degree and just scary as well he like obviously when i was reading the story i was just really concerned that he would like Yeah. Sexually, absolutely. I think everyone would think that when they're reading the story, because that would bring obviously that would make me see everything completely different. Yeah. yeah. But he said in a lot of interviews, and when he was at college, like he's never dated anyone. He detests sex. He finds it horrifically gross, and like so, yeah. that's why he's never had kids because he just doesn't like the act of sex. Um, and he's also a butt ugly motherfucker. So I, like mm. he's a scary looking cunt. I'll tell you <laughs> what. If you think of like Russian sixty year old man. Oh, he's that old? He's all very old now. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he's a scary cunt. Wow. Sorry to say cunt twice. Cunt three times, four. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, <laughs> well, how, like, yeah, I think next time you go to Russia and um, you go visit any friends, if you do, and if they have dolls hanging in their rooms, just question it. Mm-hmm. Maybe just say, hey, babe, um, look, are we all good here? Speak do you need up. someone? Do you need to call someone? <laughs> like, if you see something, say something. That's what we say. Yes. Um, before we go, because it's been it's been an hour. Can you believe that? It's been no. over an hour. It's been an hour and twenty minutes. Really? So, like, the first yeah, this is the second section. Forty minutes. Get crazy. Out. Before we go, obviously, I think it's really important to support um, artists where we can mm-hmm. because um, people listen to this, which is baffling to me, but. If anyone listening, I have two incredibly talented artists with me. So Ruby, where are they? <laughs> Ruby, please plug the shit. Okay, so the like, sh- what do you do? The shit. I'm a musician. Um, I do music. I'm an indigenous and queer um, female musician in Wollongong. Huge. Um, so my Instagram is at Ruby Apps. Um, I have a Facebook, <gasps> like an old person, Ruby Apps Music. Um, and also my iTunes and stuff is just Ruby Apps too. As, as I mean, as well. Yeah. Yes. Ruby uh, apps like Ruby, yeah. APPS. Like yeah. Apps on the App Store. Exactly right. Incredible. And Ash, incredibly talented photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where can we find your stuff? You can find me on Instagram at um, Daggy Dad. The Daggy has three G's in it because some actual 50 year old man took that username <laughs> and I've reported it 10 times in the store. <laughs> so guys report the report real Daggy it. Dad. <laughs> it's like Pablo. Someone has Pablo. Um, you know Pablo Vittar have you mm-hmm. heard of her have you heard of her absolutely um, incredible musician from Brazil but and they have like 1.5 million followers I'm like report you stole <laughs> my name my brand <laughs> I'm over here with fucking like 1 million followers I mean 1 what <laughs> I'm over here with like 2 followers I'm so tired guys <laughs> fucking hell um, well I can't thank you enough for coming on this podcast Thank because you. um and also that you'll support like every time you message me like oh my god i love that episode i'm like wow people listen that makes mm-hmm. me so happy of course um that means a lot and you can obviously follow uh this podcast on instagram facebook and you can also listen on spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts which is great um and if you have any suggestions on 
spooky stuff you want me to talk about, send me a message. And um, also, I have a Facebook group now. Yeah. Yeah, where I'm like sharing like spooky stuff. Cool. So it's just like the Scheduler's podcast group. Great. Awesome. And anyone's welcome. So please join. Um, Again, thanks again, everyone. Thank you too for coming. I really appreciate it for braving the horrible weather tonight. (laughs) And um, yeah, see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.